with John Morant playing at this incredible MVP level, you're starting to hear these comparisons, you know, and it's coming up a lot. It's a popular one. Uh, MVP Derrick Rose compared to John Morant now. And look, man, I got to be the one to tell you it was different. It was different when D Rose hit the scene like that and became that MVP. And I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why that run is so iconic, you know, to this day, 11 years later, um, why that run is so revered, that MVP campaign that he had. Because Derrick Rose was playing an entire different NBA. I always say it, you know, the sport that John Moran is dominating now, and he's maxing it out. He's maxing out what you could do right now. It's ridiculous. But the sport that he's dominating right now, it's an entire different sport from what the NBA was 10, 11 years ago. You got to remember when Rose became who he was, the game was still a very slow, defensive-minded, physical game. You know, it, it was that influence from the 90s, 2000s, which was the best offensive era ever, was still very much there. And, um, you know, you, you could say, like, that time period was the hardest to score and still get assists and numbers in. So you can't do the numbers thing because, you know, whatever it was then, that 25 and 6 that he was putting up then, 25 and 7, it'd be like 30, 10, and 8 now in this free-flowing up-and-down pickup style NBA, right? Um, that game back then, you know, you ran through the big still. A lot of times on many nights for the Bulls, that first entry pass on the low post went to Carlos Boozer, and they played off that on many nights. You know, Joe Kim Noah, guys like that were on the floor. There was bruisers, you know, guys like Ronnie Brewer on that team. Um, but all throughout the league, you had that, you know. So there was way more attention to detail on defense. There was way more of an attention to, you know, just being sophisticated from an offensive standpoint. Like, you went down every other time. It wasn't like, yo, let's go get this fast break, get out and running. It wasn't like, give me a quick iso or a pick and roll. You get that walk down. Derrick Rose was walking that down in the half court, you know, maybe waiting for a pin down for some, you know, some a shooter. Uh, someone was coming across the other way. There was so much action happening on every other possession. Teams had a whole different play. Teams had a playbook, man. Right now, it's very straightforward. Drive kick, you know, dribble handoff, uh, pick and roll. But back then, isolation now. But back then, you were running and seeing half-court sets on every other possession, and the Bulls especially. So, you know, it was just a whole different element of basketball. Like, it was slower. Scores were in the 80s and 90s. Rim protection, you had a power forward and a big at the rim. Uh, there was no emphasis on spacing and shooters, right? It wasn't like the analytics guys told you now, just space the floor. All five guys got to be able to shoot, switch, and things like that. Back then, it wasn't like that, you know? And these things, you know, like the lane was packed. The paint was always packed. Derrick Rose was always going into a packed paint. You know, those finishes hit different. So it was like a very slow and defensive and physical gritty game. And here came this blur. You know, unlike anything we had seen. And we had seen Baron Davis. We had seen Allen Iverson, Steve Francis, um, you know, guys like that. But Stephon Marbury. But Derrick Rose was done with a little bit of, uh, you know, uh, cranked up as far as athleticism. His explosive power. Um, you know, very important explosive power. That's different from what Jai is. I'll get into that. But, you know, it, it was like a whole different type of freak of nature coming at you just with this raw athletic power. Um, and he had this nasty just, you know, handle and finishing ability. And can't, he was out of Chicago, man. That dude was out there hooping. Um, and he was out there going right into these guys' chests. Like going into LeBron, peak LeBron, peak Wade. You know, going at Kobe. Going at some of the biggest dogs in NBA history. And in the heart of some of the greatest defenses the game has ever seen. So whatever he was putting up then, 26-7, and seven, was a full. Like, that shit, you felt every single point, every single basket. Because, you know, the game was, you had to put up 25 for the sake of your team. 21 might not have been enough, you know. Um, 
now it's so where I always say this, where now we're in like an age of like NBA basketball has become a pickup. You know, it's become like this big showcase. You know, I used to see Pro-Am games years ago and it, the, the league is starting to look like that dead ass. Like they, it's really feeling like that now um, because this is what happens when you space the floor, when you got one to five can shoot, sure they could switch, but you know, you can't put NBA players on an island, you know? And on top of that, they're trying to change it and make it a little more physical with those rules. It's going to show more in the playoffs. We'll see what those rules really did. But, you know, to space it out like this, put these guys on an island, freaks of nature, man. Anyone that played pre-2014 or was a star pre-2014, put four to five, six possibly points on their on their average. You know, because today's game is like offensive players able to go dictate what he's going to do, what he's going to put up. Um, you know, it, it's just such a, it's like put, playing 2K with the sliders cranked up on almost like rookie or all-star mode. Whole different game. It's an offensive-oriented game. It's a fast game. It's a loosely played, free-flowing, high-octane game. And stats are a lot easier to put up. So you can't do the numbers thing. That's why <clears throat> you put that rose in today's game, 30, 10, and 8, eyes closed. He'd have 40s and 50s. Even, I think, some of Derrick Rose's highest-scoring games have come after all these injuries in this NBA. Remember that 50-piece he had in Minnesota? Like, there's no, it's no coincidence, man. Like, Derrick Rose, these guys, Isaiah Thomas, they may have lost their opportunity, but, like, the game now is way easier for them. And that's with the loss of athletic ability. So, this is taking nothing away from Ja. Ja in today's game is elite as it gets. Ja in that game would have been super elite, would have been all-star. Um, but I think Ja and Rose, that comparison, there are some similarities, and you see that in the explosiveness. But even in the skill versus skill, that's something... He's a different type of athlete. He's like a natural leaper. Um, you know, he's probably more of a hooper than Rose was uh, on the fact that he has a little bit more refined skill and, and a more natural scoring touch uh, in the in-between, um, you know, around probably the mid-range area from the three. Even last night, like how he caught that ball in the air and, uh, you know, was able to score from fucking basically behind the hoop at the buzzer. Like Derrick Rose wasn't like that. You know, like this was, this is a guy that has a scoring touch. Um, but to me, he falls more towards the Steve Francis Iverson mold. You know, lanky, wiry frame, you know, a lot of elasticity. Uh, but, you know, he's a natural leaper. He's got that long Achilles tendon, long frame. Uh, and he's got that incredible just, you know, athleticism. And he pairs it with great pace and, and skill. Um, you know, and he has that scoring touch. Uh, Rose was a very, I think Rose is the greatest athlete in NBA history to this day. The one that we saw emerge in 2011. So powerful, so explosive, would go out of LeBron's chest, would go out of Dwight Howard's chest. Um, and then, you know, the body control, the precision of every little cut and twist and turn. Um, <clears throat> you know, he was like a springier Baron Davis, which is scary if you know. Uh, but, you know, Jaw is, is different. You know, Jaw is out there gliding. Jaw is out there, you know, breaking guys down. And he's very, very refined with the skill. Derrick Rose kind of had those. He had to refine those and build those and add those into his game. That's when he became an MVP, you know. Rose's mid-range game and his three ball and his um, scoring touch went to new heights. And that's when he became MVP because that raw athleticism was just God tier, you know. So there are some similarities, but for the most part, I don't really think this comparison makes sense, you know. Even if you're doing player versus player, ability versus ability, they're just kind of different. They're different. Rose is more of a power player. Uh, John Morant is more of a springy, you know, uh, free-flowing, just, you know, fast twitch, just straight-up hooper, you know. But a joy to watch. I'm loving what he's doing. I think it's great for the game. Um, and it's refreshing to see how Jaw plays. He plays like a 90s guard. You know, that street game is very much alive when I watch him play. 
Um, you know, both these guys, you know, are going to be fan favorites forever. <laughs>